I say, I'm Ada. I'm Nia. And this is... Welcome to my world. Ooh. Nice. Got it in one. Yes. We have a goal today. Yes. Which is to try to keep our levels up. That's right. To project and talk like a, like a person talks. I kind of called out Nia. Okay. Rude, but true. You have a tendency, and I love it about you, it lends you a certain comedic timing to get quiet and tri- tri- to play with um, play with your volume. Yeah, you know, volume play. Pitch. That's my big thing. Okay, okay. <gasps> guys. <laughs> guys. Um, so we're trying a little new thing with the mic. Yes. We'll see how it goes. I hope it goes well. We hey, have our, comment our echo. If it doesn't go well. Somebody, please email us. Leave us a review on iTunes. Leave us a review on iTunes. Go to the website and send us a little question or comment. A note. A little note. Tell us that you love this and want more. Please tell us that. Okay, what are we talking about today? We are talking about Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yes. Which is from 1968. Okay, cool. Um, And it is... Bad? Yes. <laughs> but also super fun. <laughs> oh, we might disagree. Oh, we're good. This is the episode you've been waiting for. It is the episode I've been waiting for. Finally, tension. Yes, a lot of tension because I felt held hostage by this film. So, for me, yeah. my journey with this film yes. is that. I w- me and my sister were freaking obsessed with it when we were kids. Really? Yeah. Oh, we would watch it again and again, the whole thing through. My parents definitely are on your level in the yes. sense of feeling held hostage. Yes. By the three-hour <laughs> film. Yeah. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I mean, for you guys to watch it in its entirety, multiple times. multiple times seems absurd. I mean, I feel like you would do great at Guantanamo. You know, like... This movie has certainly eaten up years of my life. <laughs> certainly. Like, you know how they say, you know, you spend half your life sleeping or whatever? Yeah. Love to talk about that. This movie, I've spent at least a year. A year of your life watching this film. I actually don't know that. That's a lot of hours. I, how many hours are in a year? 525,600 <laughs> minutes. Nice. But personally, I only measure my years in love, so... A s- spoonfuls... Wait. What? Teacups and cups of coffee? Cups, cups of, of coffee. coffee. But isn't there something about spoons? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Who we'll cares? figure this out. This isn't a rent podcast. Could be. I mean... We've both seen it. We've that. both seen it. Yeah, so, so that's my, so that's my okay. relationship with this film. You never watched it before? I know we had the VHS tape, Mm -hmm. and so I must have seen Seen part of it at least once, but I remember from the age of a child, I didn't touch that. I did Mm. not want to watch that. Yeah. I had, listen, I had all the Disney tapes. I had the Nickelodeon orange Mm -hmm. VHS tapes. Mm -hmm. Always fun. Yeah. There was other stuff to watch, Um, and I was not really here for our friend... Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. We had the DVD version. Okay. And the first thing I noticed is that the I watched it on Amazon. Yeah. It's like, it was a Prime streaming thing. So if you want to watch it. Wait, it's streaming on Prime? Yes. For free? Yes. Um, With your Prime account. 
Okay, because I usually, to find stuff, I just Google the thing and watch online, and it will tell you whether you have to pay or not. I mean, look, it had the little price under it. Like, I had to pay. I know, but but it Google does that because right. it doesn't know if you're Prime Amazon or not. But I watched the Amazon Prime streaming version, yes. and it must have been remastered or corrected or it was whatever beautiful. it was beautiful way better than what i remember from the shitty dvd version yes i'm sure it was remastered it's technically a classic despite being let's just get into it <laughs> let's just get into it let's yeah. maybe get into it because there's 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 a lot so we open on a grand prix very long very long under the opening <laughs> credits well first of all can we talk about how the it opens at the beginning on a black screen yeah. with car noises. Yes, and it, for like fifteen seconds, I thought something was wrong with the link. The, no, that's <laughs> like, the film. That's um, the movie. As soon as that came on, I was like, "Oh shit!" I, I remember this film. Really? Yeah. I thought my screen was broken. Nope. I was like, "No, nope. just a black screen, car noises." Which I feel like immediately lets you know that you're in for a long movie. Yes. Because any movie that in the editing room, they're like. Yeah, let's just let's just leave this on for fifteen seconds on a blank. You know, I'm like really time to spare. I guess. Yup. I felt like this grand prix opening because it was like sped up or whatever was supposed to be funny, and I did not crack a smile a single time. I don't think it's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to, I think, just make you like the car because it's the story of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang winning races. But I also wonder if it was like a little bit of eye candy. At the time, just because cars were kind of a novelty. I mean, they were they were around in the 60s, for sure. In 1968? Yes. I mean, but I think people are car- over it, aren't they? I don't know. I mean, I guess... Movies themselves aren't even that old by 68. That's Color movies that's haven't true. been even around for... Like 30 years. Yeah, but still. Like, that's enough time that, you know, within one lifetime... People are alive who remember. You know, Do you know what I mean? That's a good point. Yeah, yeah that's true. It just was all newer. That said, was it compelling? No. No. Not compelling. I was definitely like gathering myself. Yeah. Getting I myself served. Just doing like, other yeah, things yeah, 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 as well. For sure. It, that. Honestly, the Grand Prix felt like 20 minutes to me. I just, like, did not know yeah. what to do. Just under the top credits. Yeah. Yeah. Though I do think, because we see Chitty, mm-hmm. or, you know. The car. Swerve to avoid some children and, like, crash or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I did actually think, it's a pretty cool origin story for the car. Yeah. You know, I did. I'll give it that. Yeah. And then we meet the little ragamuffin children. Yes. Jeremy and Jemima. Jeremy and Jemima, who can't act... At all. Not even a little bit. They were clearly cast because they look like little doll children. Oh! Tasty! What's her name? Truly. <laughs> Called her Tasty. Tasty Scrumptious, that's a porn star. Yup. Uh, truly Scrumptious is a candy heiress. They're like, oh, Truly, it's you! And I'm just like... Not even, me. though. They're, they're like little robot children. We love you, Truly. Yes. And I mean... Th- they're also at that age where, like, when they sing, it's not necessarily good, oh, they really but it sound is like cute. Kids. Yeah, that was something I liked about it. I have that note later, but they really sound like kids. It sounds singing. like yeah, you know, just it's not like a super so polished thing. They sound very sweet. So yeah, then the the kids are playing in the wreck 
of the car that will become Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yeah, they chill at this junkyard. I guess. <laughs> yeah. And it's that... kind of setting up like a Wizard of Oz-ish. Right. Characters coming back into the story. Yes. Because like the, the and then they, you meet like the nice benevolent junkyard owner. Right. The mean person who's going to buy the car. And and make it make into it parts, scrap. scrap metal. And he was real mean to those kids. Yes. Very he, mean. They were like, what are you going to do with the car? And he's like, oh, I'm going to take it and I'm going to bash the hell out of it. And I'm going to strip it. And I'm going to crush it. And then he's like, bye. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, That's a good, pretty good summation of the scene. Yeah, that guy was a psycho. Yep. The kids are like, no, you can't do that to the car. She's alive. Please, Mr. Junkyard Man. And Junkyard Man's like, sorry, money talks. And then they're like, oh, we'll get our dad to buy it for us. Yeah. Before we move okay. on, I have a question for you. Yes. At this point in the movie, is young Ada, like, are you into it? Little baby Ada, are you like, yeah. Baby me? Yeah. Well, I mean, I can't remember, but yeah. And I was thinking about that because there's a bunch of parts in this movie that you're like, why would a kid still be interested in this? Yes. And then it's like often, I think because I'm just getting to like watch other little kids, you know, I'm like, there is a kid. I'm okay. a kid. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of that mirroring okay. behavior learning thing. And it pretty quickly gets interesting because then the kids scamper away and truly almost runs them over. Right. And then the car going into the I did say her car is freaking tricked out because when she goes into the water, she just reverses it real quick Mm -hmm. and is like, and I was like, okay. Before they mentioned her name, I did have her noted as Fancy Lady. Fancy Lady. (laughs) She is a fancy lady. She's a very fancy lady. And then she's like, kids, why aren't you in school? Yeah. And and then she takes them to their dad. And they're like, because we do what we want. Basically. Yeah. And their dad, I love the, come upon their dad, who is Dick Van Dyke. Um, a lot of great facts coming on about Dick Van Dyke. Ready for it? One thing I really loved is that he has a bunch of firecrackers strapped to his back and is trying to do like a little stunt. Mm-hmm. And He's trying to fly. Yeah. And he yells, rockets! And the kids go, rockets! And I was like, rockets! That part where he's on, the, where you meet dad and he's on Caractacus Pots. Yes. Which I only realized later. Crackpots. Yeah. Yeah. When he's on the the rocket ramp, I was like, oh, this is why I love this movie. Yeah. It's just zany and weird and colorful. It is very zany. But zany, I feel like I'm going to compare this movie to The Court Jester a lot. Yes, I Um, I agree. And whereas in The Court Jester, I was rolling on the floor, basically. Yeah. From the comedy this one's this not, one, even it's not the, really a comedy. No, even the physical stuff they do, I thought it was kind of corny and not, mm-hmm. you know, yes. great. And it's very Benny Hill, and Benny Hill is one in this movie. Yes. He plays the toy maker, who mm-hmm. comes up later on. And, and, the, and the junkyard man. And the junkyard yeah. man. And two, he uh, was tasked by Dick Van Dyke to rewrite several scenes of this movie. Oh. That's um, interesting. Yeah, that's a sneak fact you get. Hey. Sneak fact. Thanks for dropping it in. Well, you know what I do. Um, and yes, I see what you mean. It it is a little corny. It's a little um, but like Benny when, Hill stuff is funny. So yes. like, it's so weird to me that I just I had no. I was like watching all these antics like stone face. Hmm. You don't know. I definitely was not laughing out loud either. Yeah. I guess the fact that I wasn't laughing. Mm-hmm. Ruffling, as it were. Yeah. 
didn't take me aback because I don't remember having that reaction as a kid. Okay. It wasn't about the lulls for me with this film. What is it about then, if not the lulls? The story. Oh. I'll get, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll talk a little bit more about why. Okay. Why I think it, it resonated with me as a kid as we go. Can't give away, can't give away the shop. That's right. Stay tuned. Don't hit that pause button. <laughs> but I will say that with this inventor rocket scene, when yeah. Truly meets the dad, yeah, meet and and the kids, and they're all together. Yeah. And Grandpa, don't forget Grandpa. Oh my God, Grandpa! Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> but first, before we get to Grandpa, yeah, my favorite character. <laughs> my note on this first scene was: Is he gaslighting her? Okay. Yes. yes, he is gaslighting. Because he's like he 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 makes she it saves, her fault. She saves him, saves him. Yeah. Like he he this rocket thing goes wrong. Yeah, and he's like literally on the floor rolling around with the firecrackers, almost on fire. Yes. His kids are laughing hysterically. So hard. It's like, and she's like, the f- "It's not funny." Yeah, your dad could die. Yeah, <laughs> right. And now. so then she grabs a bucket of water and throws it on him. Yeah, and he gets mad at her. Yeah. And he's like, you ruined my invention. And yeah. she's like, uh, uh, what? And he just gonna keeps like talking over fire. her. Yeah. And then they're suddenly now in this like feud, they're mad at each other. Yeah. So and he's like, uh, you owe me an apology. And she's like, literally, what? what are you saying? But then it was really sad to me because then she's like, oh, maybe I'm, I am sorry. Like, maybe I did do that. Yeah. And so that was just, I mean, that was my main negative takeaway from this film was just, like, re-experiencing all of the effed up gender dynam- dynamics. Oh, yeah. There's definitely some weird gender yeah. stuff. One line that made me laugh in that scene yeah. is, like, she's like, uh, how come the kids didn't go to school today? And he's like, uh, it'll give the chance for the other kids to catch up. And I was like, okay. Although, to be honest, the, the, the boy... Is dumb as hell. Jeremy is dumb. Jemima has a lot of common sense. Yeah, Jemima is really driving the driving the ship yeah, here. Yeah, Jemima is consistently having these little moments with her brother where she's like, "Let's not do that." Like, <laughs> yeah. Jeremy, no. He's like, "Ooh, yeah, like, yeah. let's do a thing," yeah, and she's exactly. like, "Chill out, bro." Yeah, exactly. Uh, I wrote down. I, it's not a direct quote, but if a woman intends to buy motor cars, they mm-hmm. should know how to operate them. That was so. That's at the end of the truly scene because we've seen her be a competent driver yes already yes but he saw her in like one moment when she wasn't well and i also like i empathize with that in that if you get flustered because this guy is being an asshole to her yes he's and being then she's crazy yup and then she goes to storm away in a huff yeah and she has to start the car and the car is an old car, so it's like, you have to crank it, and then you gotta start it, and whatever.com. Right. And she's having trouble with that, and then he is like, okay, I'll help you, and she's like, I need help, and then she's like, actually, yeah, help me. Yeah. And then he's like, maybe you should turn it on. That line that you just said, if you're gonna buy a car, know how to work it, like, it's just like, just weird, a bunch of weird women driving lines at the end. And it wouldn't have bothered me so much, except we are supposed to love Crack a Kiss Pots. Like, yes. he's supposed to be our friend, so we're not supposed to see those comments as, like, anything crazy, yeah. and that's really annoying. Yeah. The other last thing about Truly in this Truly Caractacus meeting sequence, right? the dress that she is wearing, oh my it's god, with the cutouts, and really, the, that's not even a good picture. Really but, cute. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. So cute. Her it's dresses like are blue. pretty cute. Oh, the costumes in this film are so good, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I absolutely 
the like little hat bonnet mm. situation. She's is always like, wearing such a cute little yeah hat. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. You know you're so rich when it. you're comfortable wearing that much white at once. Absolutely. You know. Let's talk about Grandpa. Oh my gosh, Grandpa! As soon as he walked out, I had totally forgotten about him as a character. Yeah. And then as soon as he walks out in that cur- admiral's colonel's outfit, yes. and he's like, "I'm off to India." I was and I'm like, like oh, uh, I remember this character. I wish he didn't talk so much about India and what he did in India, because all that is actually kind of sad. He talked about, like, I don't know, killing an elephant. <laughs> and I was like, well, okay. But Grandpa is my favorite character. He's super funny, He's yeah. hilarious. And I realize now, upon watching it again, I haven't seen this movie for years. Yeah. And I realize now, upon watching it, that he's t- a spoof on the old English family structure where you do have that, like, one crazy uncle who, like, never came back from colonial times. Yes. Because he's still in the outfit. Not neo-colonial. Colonial, colonial. Old school colonial. Old school empire colonial. Yeah. And he's got the... It's got the whole, whole, whole sort of, uh-huh. you know, ridiculous mm-hmm. British accent. He's like a little baddie. Like, he's always yes. saying ridiculous things. His facial hair is like the mustache that goes yep. into the sideburns. Yep. Which is... Yep. I don't even know how you grow that. But, I know. Uh, he's the only person I was like, oh, you're awesome. And before I realized he was Grandpa, I also had him noted as Strange Army Fancy Man. <laughs> Strange army fancy man. That's grandpa. I love him. That's my gramps. And that's when we also get our first look at uh, Potts' inventions. With the with the song. The first song. With that first song. Mm-hmm. He has that carpet sucker thing, and it sucks up the whole carpet. He's like, you can use this instead of a broom. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. In the, when, when he's showing truly all this stuff, and then yeah. he shows her the candies. Yes. Which come back around. Yes. And in she's a like, these are freaking dumb. Yup. Yup. And he's like, okay. Whatever. She's like, who wants candy with holes in it? And it's like, well, And he kind of gets even more mad at her because she's like giving real critique. While he's actually also showing her around the workshop, he's like, yeah, I'm working on a thing where I can like uh, show moving pictures and blah, like this. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, we get it. Oh, he's making movies and this is a movie. Okay. You didn't like that? I did not. I like kind of liked it. I no. was. I already. You were over it. I was. Yes. Oh I my was, gosh, were you in like a shitty mood when you watched this? No, or not that I wasn't <laughs> open to this film, but I was also like, all right, yeah, <laughs> already. Fif- the 15 seconds of car noises, I was like. You guys are on thin ice. It also comes on pretty strong. If you don't have the childhood attachment, it comes on pretty strong with the gender stuff and the, I don't know, all the problems. I will say I was in a altered state of mind watching this Mm, movie, mm -hmm. and I felt really slapped across the face, but I was just like, what is that? Just the sights and sounds and all the, you know, nonsense going on. I was like, this is... I felt like my mom when she watches anything I like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that first song is cute. Yeah, it's like the dad singing about how much he loves the, the kids and like, I don't need anyone else, I have you too. Yeah, and they're like, you know what? We love your wacky inventions and we don't think it's dumb. Mm-hmm. We think it's super cool. And, like, and we see his like cool breakfast making machine, which I remember super well. The breakfast making machine, I did think was... It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. I mean, aside from the fact that Eggs and sausage don't have the same cook time, so it's irresponsible to cook them 
together. Uh, together, yeah. That um, is a, a, a little um, artistic license. That's right. Shall we say? You know, fudge it for the movie. Mm-hmm. We get for the it. Cam. About yes. them eating. Oh. I did notice that you see them bow their heads about to pray. And then Grandpa comes down almost immediately, and you just see them lift their heads, so like you don't hear the prayer at all. Mm. And I thought, oh, very interesting. I mm. bet they definitely did that on purpose. You know, keep it non-denominational. Mm-hmm. Make sure Becky in the theater is still having a good time. These are pious people, but like, listen, you we don't have to yeah. care too much about what what's really going on. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting little thing they put in that they would take the time to show that like. Yes. Oh, they they definitely say grace, yeah. but we don't have to worry about yeah, too much. We don't, we don't, don't know what grace. Yeah. This is when somehow one of the little candies that truly poo-pooed yes. Yes. ends up on the floor. Mm-hmm. The dog picks it up in his mouth. Yeah. And he starts going whistling. Yeah. And at first, Pots is like, "Can you chill? I'm like trying to do some stuff." And then he's like, "Wait, what? My dog is whistling? Like that's sick." Oh, because the kids have already told their father that the junk mm-hmm. man yes, will accept yes. 30 shillings in exchange for the car. And of course, he and Grandpa are like, 30 shillings, who's got that money? But he loves his little kids. And, and he, he wants to make it happen He wants to make them. it happen. So yeah. he's like, tomorrow, it's done, no worries. And no, then, well, doesn't, no, the, that's when he says, I'll try, but I'm not sure if it's going to happen. 30 shillings is a lot. I thought he says that later. Oh, after... does he? Oh, after it doesn't go well. Yes. yes after you're, the you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, so he says, mm-hmm, first he's like, I got you. it, no problem. Yep. He's brainstorming, then the dog is like whistling. Whistling. He's like, oh, I've got an idea. And then everybody goes to sleep. We see yeah. the funny scene where Grandpa's complaining about the leak in his roof, and then it yes. cuts to him in bed with the umbrella. <laughs> with the umbrella, soaking wet. <laughs> That also made me laugh. I don't know, Grandpa. Funny. Grandpa's funny. He's got it. You He's know? the comedic relief for he sure. He really is. Okay. What? 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 We get to the candy. to the candy factory. The and scrumptious candies. That's when we realize Truly's last name is Scrumptious, and she is the heiress to the uh, scrumptious scrumptious candy, candy fortune. fortune. Jinx. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then Potts is all like, "Oh, sorry, I was like mean to you." Can you, like, help me out? Yeah, have your dad try this candy. And the kids are like, please! And she's like, anything for you, kids! Mm-hmm. And, uh, I feel like Caractacus, he's not, he's too proud. Like, he's too yeah. proud to even ask her for help. That's it's true. It's the kids who... The kids are like, help our daddy! Yeah. And she's like, yeah, okay. Okay. So, he tries to get Lord Scrumptious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which... Sure. Sure. Fine. Great. <laughs> Tries to get Lord Scrumptious to try his candy. He's, like, mm-hmm. chasing him all around this factory. He's like, I don't want it. I don't want it's it. It's not working. Scrumptious yeah. won't pay attention. And that's when maybe he... the worst thing I've ever seen happens, which is Toot Sweets. Oh, my gosh. Can I just say, though, that even before the song starts, like, they're not even singing yet. There's maybe just a little instrumental backing. Yeah. And the the choreography of the factory men, did you okay. see that, is so The choreography tight. is great. And it's not even part of the song. I was also thinking about this in relation to Court Jester. Mm-hmm. Because in Court Jester, we talked about how it was basically all Danny Kay songs. Yeah. And at the very end, when the chorus comes in, it feels super random yeah. and out of nowhere. Because he's really been the only one singing. And the chorus doesn't feel in any way like they're part of the singing world. No. But the way that 
in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, they incorporate even movement sequences that have nothing to do with dance choreography mm-hmm. or song performance. Everything is very tightly choreographed. That's true. Which is so true to musicals and is really important to me personally. I'll say the scene does look good. Mm. This like is Willy Wonka ass. Yeah, I thought it was a feast for the eyes. The song Toot Sweets? Toot Sweets. Toot Sweets. I, it's, I'm it's, really at a loss for how to, how to, I, I just, I hate it. When people talk about not liking musicals, I feel like this is what they think all musicals are. Mm. And I was like, I understand how a person could hate musicals as a person who loved musicals having seen this. Because you're just like, what is this song? It's not about anything. I'm not opposed to a fluff song in a musical. Yeah. Um, I will say one of my favorite songs in the Waitress musical is mm-hmm. Club Knocked Up. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> Any fans of the Waitress musical out there. But this was, first of all, way too long. Very long. I, a theme is, throughout the whole movie, yeah, I would say. Because then it stops, and then they do, they start up again. Yeah. Then it's ended with a dog attack. But don't you see why a kid would love this movie? Yes. Like, oh, then they give out toot sweets to everybody in the and factory. Everybody, they're doing like a little toot sweet orchestra, yeah. as it were. And that part is sick. When mm-hmm. he starts conducting Ducking the them. different sections, I was like, okay, this is actually pretty cool. But then, because the whistles are so high-pitched, I guess, I mean, yeah. the logic is not really The logic there. is very flawed. I don't know. Sure. I'm not trying to get into the logic of this dog <laughs> But the toot sweets attract dogs, and the the and like every dog in a five mile radius comes, comes swarming in, and that's how the song ends. And Lord Scrumptious has the last note, which is mm-hmm. the highest note. Yeah, and that's and and so all the dogs run at him. Every window in this factory is open. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, and so it's just factory workers being chased around by dogs who are also eating all the sweets. So it doesn't go well it's a mess. for our friend Mr. Potts. Oh my gosh, but I love the dog stampede. I At this point I was like, is this movie about a car? I like, because all I know yep. about Changing Bang Bang is, is the car. The, the car, the child catcher, and it flies. Ooh, the child catcher. Those are the only three things I really knew about the film going in. So I was just like, when is the car part? This is so... I, That's the I thing. Know. This movie is hella long. This movie is absurd. It's so cuckoo. Oh, the next song we hear that is the bedtime song oh my gosh. that he sings was... to kids. I love that. Oh my gosh. I thought you were going to hate it. No. I thought you, you were going to say again, this is the cheer up part of the <laughs> You hated Guys, the lullaby and court jester. I hated the lullaby and court jester. I hate cheer up Charlie. I really think that movie should be recut without that song in it. It's so pointless and the mom is not even a character but that's a that's a, that's a different thing. story no i liked this lullaby yeah, it's cute i love dick van dyke singing oh lullaby mountain yeah yeah it's nice i love the like little timbre of his voice mm-hmm. he seems mm-hmm. like he really loves his kids it's i just i thought it was very nice and this is also this you're right this is the point where he's like sorry guys i don't think i'm gonna be able to to pull together the 30 shillings. And that they pull out their little box of treasures and they're like, Daddy, you can sell our treasures or just use them for your inventions. And I was like, Don't even worry about the car. And I was like, Oh my God, I love these little kids. Yeah, they're very pure, very yeah. wholesome. This family unit, despite them not having a mom, who's not mentioned whether she's no, dead. dead, she just 
fucked off. I assume she's dead. Yeah, me too. This family unit is pretty tight mm-hmm. for being dad, grandpa, and these two little scamps. Yeah. Oh, so he tries to find new means of making money, and yep. that's when he heads... To the carnival. To the carnival. This is a super weird sequence. Um, the haircutting machine? An auto haircut yeah. machine. Which I don't know why anybody would think that'd be a good job. Especially because when it when he puts it on that guy's head, yeah. it doesn't cover all of his hair. No. I don't know what he thought was gonna happen. Very clear what's gonna happen when the hood comes off. Yes. I did love these like two this dumb cockney couple and the wife's like, Oh, you need a haircut! Won't you get in the machine? I was like, Ooh, okay. Yikes! Okay then. But okay. Yep, perfect. And he's like, oh, you're right, man. I should get a haircut. You know, like... That's pretty spot on. I'm British. We, we all know. I am, like, 10%. I believe it. Yeah, the haircutting goes all wrong. Really poorly, yeah. He burns, like, a like a donut around this guy's hair. And yeah. so he just has one tuft sticking straight up. And then, like, a fire tuck yeah, little... at the bottom. <laughs> and it looks very stupid. Very stupid. Though I... It did not elicit a laugh from me. I said, oh yes, that does look stupid indeed. I think I went, huh. Yeah. You know, little chuckle. But then he's being chased yep, through the carnival. And of course, stumbles into a performance. A variety show. Yeah. And so he pulls on the costume real fast. Yeah. And I've seen... This was... You didn't just think this Just through the internet. Funny? I did. Okay, I've, I've seen Old Bamboo before. Yes. I've seen, but just this clip, did not know it was from this movie. Oh. When I watch a musical, that's the sort of thing mm-hmm. I like. He, That's what you're here for. Yes, he happens into this at first. He's like a beat off on the dance, so like he's behind. He's everybody. trying to find the co- co- choreography. He's, trying to, catch he's up. trying to fake the choreography, right? And then he, he gets into the choreography. Mm-hmm. He starts singing. They're yep. really doing it, and yep. I was like, "Oh, bamboo! Okay, one song, two songs in this thing." You know the song so at the end, at the end of, or you know the dance at the end of that where they like all come forward and they're kind of like all dancing. Yes, and it's like all about their legs. Yes, I remember that choreography <laughs> so clearly. <laughs> Can you do it? <laughs> no. But Ooh. I was just like, wow, this is so strong stage. This is about the point in the movie. Or actually, no. Throughout the whole thing at certain points, I would just get the strongest moments of deja vu. I mean, not really deja vu, I guess. But like, oh shit, I've seen this before a million times. You just like really yeah. remember the yeah. place and time yes. when you're watching it. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly, exactly. Then, at the end, all the dancers are getting tips. Yeah. And dad is able to... Pull together the 30 shillings. Yes, to get the car and mm-hmm. the kids. Obviously, this is so Man is their hero and they love him. Okay, I do want to mention yes. that there are several moments throughout this movie where I started to hate the dad just a little bit mm-hmm. because this whole movie is just everybody heaping praise on him for like the barest of men, especially after we don't need to get into it, but it's been a heck of a week. Um, just in the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just to see this, like, white man, mm. one, bumbling around, doing pretty much nothing, and everybody yep. around him's like, you're incredible! You're a genius! You're amazing! I was a little sick mm. from it. I was like, he's not really doing much. I agree. And that is definitely the part of the movie that didn't sit well with me. That didn't yeah. age well. Half of Truly's lines are just her going, yes. wow, you're amazing. And I'm like, you are you're a candy one. heiress yeah, yeah. Uh, who has a tricked out sick car. But so. who's also not sitting around doing nothing. She's like yeah. on adventures, doing Helping shit. Helping kids, mm-hmm. like living a cool life. And I'm like, yeah. 
he should be impressed by you. I absolutely agree. I think this will come back when we talk about whether or not we'd recommend this. Yeah. It's I also- a celebration of uh, white male mediocrity mm-hmm. in a way that's just so over the top. And typical of a lot of quote-unquote classic movies. Yeah. But this just felt so... I feel like that usually feels subtextual, and this was text, you know? I disagree. I don't disagree that this was text. Right. But I think often it's text. And that maybe because you don't have childhood memories of this, right. it feels like text in a way that, like, something that you had seen as a kid, and then that feels like you know, subtext because you're reevaluating it. Does that... Yeah. Am I making sense? No, that tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I do think that on the sliding scale of movies with problematicness, mm. this is like high. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah, movie's yeah. a damn mess. Uh, absolutely. So he fixes up the car mm-hmm. into. We go. We go on a long, long again theme in this movie. Everything's too long. Everything is way too long. The kids are like, "When's the car gonna be ready?" And Grandpa's like, "This yeah, dumbass." Yeah, basically. Never. <laughs> Never. Yep. One part of this big fixing montage that I remember so clearly mm-hmm. is when grandpa goes, is reading to the kids and he's like, and the big brown bear came lulloping over the mountain. Oh yeah. And then the dad just comes in and pulls the flu out of the chimney and leaves and the and, kids like, and grandpa the are so silent. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And then the dad leaves and the grandpa just goes again. And the big brown bear came lolloping over the mountain. I had to note every time I laughed because it was not a lot. That made me laugh. That was a really funny part. That was yeah. very funny. He fixes the car. He fixes up. the car. It the kids beautiful. love it. They decide to go on a picnic, and that's when the title song kicks in. And oh, you chitty chitty bang bang, chitty chitty bang bang, we love you. Bang, if you thought I didn't like Toot Sweets, <laughs> ooh boy howdy, how I did not like this song. Um, it's I think that's fair also. It's very annoying. It's an earworm. I know for certain I'll be trying to go to bed tonight and, and just, it's just gonna be oh, you chitty chitty bang bang chitty chitty bang bang we love you chitty chitty bang bang chitty chitty bang bang I hate you. Um, okay. The, the harmonies are pretty tight in the song though, because there's that one part where. Um, dad starts singing Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, then Jeremy kicks in, and then Jemima kicks in, and it was, the harmony was perfect, and I got yep. a little, like, tingle down my spine. It, it was super cute. Really good. Yeah, I like that part, too. I know exactly what part you're talking about. Yeah. I like that, too. Oh, my they God. They also end up, they, they end up, they, they almost crash into Truly. Again, that's a theme throughout the movie. Yeah. Crashing into Truly. Yep. Um, she gets in, comes along for the picnic. Mm-hmm. Also, from, after 10 seconds of being in the car, knows the song. Yep. They're That's singing. another big thing that I feel like people who don't like musicals complain about. Like, how does everybody know the song? And I never think about that. And then I was like, how does, how does she know the song? Uh, so actually, counterpoint to that, and mm. I should have, or I also am going to bring back up Toot Sweets in this, yeah. actually. Because I feel like one thing about Chitty Chitty Bang Bang that really does work as a movie musical is the way that they incorporate the songs into the world. Right. So with Toot Sweet, the reason that dad has to start to sing is because he needs to sell this invention. That's true. Yeah. So he's trying to bumble along and talk, and then when he goes into salesman mode, that's when he starts to sing. That's and he's a like, good point. I have yeah. to brand this, I have to make it catchy song. And it does work yeah. until the dogs. The attack. dogs. <laughs> Again, with Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, the reason why they name the car that and why the they sing that song is because the car makes the yeah. noise. Which 
Okay. It's it. Okay, sure. I'm not trying to argue that it's good because I do actually. This is not my favorite song in the thing. Yeah. I only like it because it's nostalgic for me. Mm-hmm. But I do want to push back on the song makes no sense thing, just because I think it it does tie into the world. You okay there? Yeah. Sorry, I'm just worried that the uh, microphone picked up how loud my stomach just was. Microphone can barely pick up our voices. You know that's a good point. Volume, how's it going out there? Volume, we'll see. That's what, <laughs> see, that's a song that I seamlessly incorporate into real life. It's beautiful. Thank you. So that's my take on it. I, I mean, respect that you feel like it felt. I right see now. that. I get it. I do feel like. Well, <laughs> I want to feel like if I'd seen this movie as a kid, I would enjoy it. But I know I've definitely seen some of it as a kid and did not enjoy it. Didn't so. like it as a kid. No. Yeah. That also kind of makes sense to me. I don't believe I sat through this whole thing. No way. Um, Because none of this, with the exception of the child catcher's face Mm -hmm. and seeing old bamboo, rang any sort of bell. So if you did see it, maybe you saw it once. Yeah. And and probably not even all the way through. A fun fact I actually did not include in the facts, but I didn't think it was that interesting, was that uh, there would not be another children's film near this long until the Harry Potter movies. Hmm. That is a good fun fact. Because they were like... A kid cannot sit through that. Yeah, yeah no, this no. is too much. No, no, no. No, so, I think I was definitely a bit of an, an anomaly. Well, you were sense. bookish, so you used to just sit yeah, down sit and, do and shutting up. Yeah, yeah. The gold ain't us. She knows how to shut her mouth. Okay. <laughs> Would you like to continue the podcast? <laughs> you just sit there and you shut up, you. Okay. Like the you know what? Never mind. I was gonna say like the good little girl you are, but I think. Maybe too far. I'm physically cringing away. <laughs> so they get to the beach. Mm-hmm. They have a funny little swimsuit. Yes. Bit. It's not that funny. The kids are playing around and laughing. Their laughter is psychotic. It is absolutely psychotic. Because I will completely agree. These kids are not good actors. Anytime they have to laugh, they're just like, <laughs> like, they are, like wide-eyed, in unison, just, <laughs> it's absurd. Yeah, can confirm, um, can confirm demon laughter. It's not good. Mm-hmm. And this is when the plot starts, and I checked the time, it's a full hour into the movie yeah. before the plot of the film really starts. <laughs> the, b- before the plot starts, they sing the Truly Scrumptious song. Oh, that's right. How could I Which forget? is super cute. I went back and forth on liking Truly Scrumptious mm-hmm. just because they, this is the second time they've met this woman, and they're like, we love you. It is pretty quick. The kids are get obsessed pretty damn quick. It's like sad because these kids are very young and they don't have a mother and they yeah. imprint on her so, so quick. Fast. And it's very clear. They're like, you're basically our mom now. And she's also like, yeah, I love you guys too. But when she says, I love you, they both turn to her so wide-eyed. Yeah. That it really actually broke my heart to watch. That's true. I mean, obviously she was going to get with mm-hmm. the dad in the end. Mm-hmm. This is a family film. Yeah, but it's pretty strong. The, the kids come on pretty strong. They come on very strong. So the song was sweet, but also kind of just creeped me out at how sad it was. Yeah. And then they end up in the car on the beach. Yes. And I wrote, before they do get stuck in the water, I was like, oh shit, I remember this. They get stuck in the water somehow. Really what happens is that the dad er, starts telling a story. Right. And, and then their imaginations take over. He ch- Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So dad unfolds this tale, and that's really where the story the starts. story comes in. I really appreciated the way that they were playing with the idea of storytelling. 
yeah. in the film. That is actually really, because I didn't, I thought Chitty Chitty Bang Bang was just straightforward, like just the thing. No. But knowing that's like, okay, they have this little adventure, and then he tells a story in which they have another little adventure, yeah. I think is an interesting plot device. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was executed you know, I, I do I have know, to respect that. In fact, that it is not. <laughs> I, I, I respect that. It's a really long movie, y'all. It's, it's a really long film. I mean, but that's when the villains come in. Mm-hmm. They're in an old-timey little Zeppelin type deal. Yep. Like a steampunk <laughs> Zeppelin kind of? I would say yes. Steampunk kind of situation. They want to snatch the car. Yep. The tides come in, so the car's like in the water. They think and they're going to drown. It turns into a boat! Oh, snap. Which is pretty cool. I thought, I, I mean... Not. Watching the mechanics of it, I thought I was like, okay, it's only 1968. This is pretty good. Agreed. Agreed. You know, this looks really good. The blue screen work is really poor. Oh, there's a blue, uh, there's a there's a thick blue outline around all of the characters. Yes, and I would say once we've gotten into the second hour, half of it is blue screen work. Yes, a um, lot of it. We also get a Chitty Chitty Bang Bang reprise later on. No, now, now? there's several. There's several. The first. Of, I think, two reprises. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's and right. And as, as the chase music. Yes. The boat chase was pretty good. The boat chase was interesting. The German accents of the villains killed me. And not in a good way, not I'm assuming. In, no. They didn't slay me. They slayed me. It was tough. But I was like, okay, it's this is a live action cartoon. It's you know fine. who I laughed out loud at? Who's that? The two spies in the Periscope costume. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> they were really funny. That was actually They were really funny. fucking funny. Yeah. When they take it off, they're yeah. like, oh, they were just really scrunched down. Scrunched down in the... <laughs> yes, okay, the Periscope costumes are that really also funny. Got me. And then they are like, oh, we gotta pretend to be Englishmen. And they're yes. in, like, full three-piece suits on the beach. And yes. they're like, indubitably basil. Yes. Ha, ha, ha. Like... <laughs> And they, Which I thought was pretty funny. It was very funny. Um, they steal Grandpa. Yes. From but what first, I but thought, first we have then then they drop tr- truly. Oh. At the garden, and she sings that lonely man song. What lonely man song? Um, she sings a song about Dick Van Dyke that's just like, "You're such a lonely man. I love you." Okay. She's in the garden That's on the true. bridge. I only remember part of it because I did watch this movie. I started it at 12.45 a.m. Mm. A big mistake. Oh my gosh. I'm going to say something here. I don't think you set yourself up for success with this movie. I did not set movie. myself up for- No. I, will, I did not know it was this long. That's fair. It is a children's movie. started. Yeah. yeah. So I put it on and I looked and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, oh, Okay. So I, there's a, a chance that I... You were a little grumpy. I took a light dose, maybe during that song. Because oh, I do remember... It's pretty boring. Yeah. You I didn't remember it in much. part, but unless you'd brought it up, I tr- truly uh, would not have remembered it at all. This is just her solo where she sings about how she loves the dad. It's kind of... It's a pretty yeah. boring love song. And I think just the most interesting thing about it is that it speaks more to what you were saying about like white male mediocrity yeah. as like uh, ideal. Because I think it is sweet that he like bought his kids this car yeah. and we did it for them. But you hated this guy yesterday. And he was <laughs> also pretty, they, she was, they were pretty um, antagonistic when 
they almost when they ran her off the road yeah. and he has to like go carry her out of the car. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't really make that much sense to me. So that's the Truly song. Listen, it's fine. It's, it's a thing. Whatever. It makes sense to me that you nap during it. I just took a quick little whoop, and I'm back. Yep. Now we're getting into this. So yes. they are trying to, they the two spies use dynamite yes. on the bridge. Yes. I was like, damn, I don't think that you could do that nowadays. No. Like, just blow things up. That's no. not. No, because now we have reference for. For real like that happens. Yeah, exactly. Often. Unfortunately, yeah. All the time. All the, yeah. So. So I don't think you could do that. That was just kind of a, like, oh. Blowing a bridge is a terrorist act. Yes. You know? That's exactly. And they were just trying to be more like, like, I think live action cartoon is a good way to describe it. Because it was like Wiley Coyote, yeah. TNT. This is like very, they accidentally very Rocky blo- and Bullwinkle to me. Yes. Like, yes. Know? Exactly. Yeah. They accidentally blow them, the spies blow themselves up, not the bridge. Yeah. Okay, my question was, do they kidnap Grandpa on purpose, or do they think he is... No, they think he's... he. They think he's Caractacus. Okay. And Grandpa does this hilarious little dance into the sh- into his little shed. Which I thought was an outhouse at first, but is a shed. Yes. Also kind of thought it was an outhouse, but no, shed. Yeah. No potty humor in this. And they, the spies say, oh, is this the... This is the house of Caractacus. <laughs> I wrote it down exactly. Caractacus pop. Karakatakatas Pops. Karakatakatas Pops. I thought it was so funny. Also a great name. <laughs> a great name. Great name. They hook the shed to the Zeppelin. Yes. So they're flying through the air, and Grandpa's just in the shed, and he delivers a pretty funny song. P-O-S-H-Posh. And he's just talking about, like, I'm a posh man, I travel mm-hmm. the world, mm-hmm. I sit next to kings at their dinners, and, mm-hmm. like... Go hunting and do all sorts of fancy stuff. Yep. And it doesn't really make any sense in nope. the context. Absolutely not. But him dancing and singing in a shed flying through the air, I was like, pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. Yeah. Then the then the the shed is too heavy for the Zeppelin, so they yes. start throwing things out, and Grandpa's kind of getting dipped in the water. Yeah, and he's like halfway in the water, still dancing and singing, but all, he still does doing the, song. the funny thing where he takes his hat off and he's trying to scoop the water out and, and throw, bail it. Yeah, yeah but it fucking doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So that part, because during this, even though I enjoyed it, I was still stone-faced, you know, just like, mm-hmm. this is enjoyable. Yeah. That made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Him scooping the water out. Thought that was good. So, uh, obviously, Pops and the kids They're go after They're driving along and chitty chitty bang bang. They pick up Truly? Yeah, I forget how Truly gets back into the car, but she's there again with them. She's with the gang. She, I don't know, maybe they find her on the road and they're like, whatever. Yeah, I forget that detail too. Gag and loser, we're finding grandpa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then this brings us to... Bulgaria. Well, before Bulgaria, they have a literal cliffhanger. Oh, that's right. the kids and... Caractacus and Truly are in the car, and they literally drive off a cliff by accident. But they drive off this cliff, and they're going down towards the water, and then... Hurling towards their deaths. Intermission! Intermission! Yes, this two-and-a-half-hour movie has an intermission. And I was going to fast-forward through, but I was like, well, how long could the intermission be, really? It's like five minutes. It's like five minutes. Yeah. Listen, I get that some people need a break. But five minutes is not enough for everybody in the theater to have gone to the bathroom. Why not just keep pushing? A good question. It's not a stage play. Nobody needs a break. But, but I, I tend to agree. <laughs> yeah. 
I always I remember thinking it was super fun that it had an intermission when I was a kid. I mean, it's a cute because it was cute. It's yeah. a cute thing, but I'm like, this movie's already long enough. Like, I, just keep just the film, please. Okay. Speaking of intermissions, I'm gonna run to the bathroom. Okay. Welcome back, everyone. I successfully went to the bathroom. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. She's a big girl now. I am. Sweet. So we left off. It was intermission. Intermission. And then when we pick up from intermission, hey, guess what? They don't die because Chi Chi Bang Bang can fly. It grows wings. Woo. And that part I did remember also. That it's a flying car. Yeah. Like when I saw the wings, I was like, "Yeah, oh, I recognize yeah. that yeah. as a thing." It's also on the cover, so maybe it was like a part of the cover image. That's true. That was the cover yeah. on the box. Yeah. So they get to Bulgaria. Bulgaria. Which, I thought that was kind of cute, funny. Yeah. Obviously, we know it's German. Mm-hmm. Ha ha. They see the court. One thing that I thought was funny, like the production design and the costume design, I thought were spot on it for this. It looks movie. really good. Yeah. And like in one scene, they're in this like courthouse kind of thing it's before we see the kids and stuff in bulgaria it's like just when we're meeting the royal family in them yeah. they are so weird the, <laughs> the, the one of the clerks is like super old and dusty and he has like cobwebs on his face like connected to like all the like typewriter <laughs> yeah. in front of him i thought that was kind of a nice detail it looked a little halloween towny to me the cute. king is a fool, a buffoon. The king is such a dumb, dumb idiot. Which... He has that little, like, horse toy. Okay, I said the, the, the horse made me laugh. The he, horse was funny. He gets on the spotted horse, and it's like... Like a toy horse. Yeah, but made for an adult Yes, man. yes. And it looks ridiculous. And his wife is also ridiculous, because she's into it. And I thought they were just gonna definitely make her, like, the straight man, but they're both the fool. They are both the fool. Le fool. Yeah. Then we see Grandpa, and and they think Grandpa is Caractacus, so yeah. they get they're trying to get him to make a flying car. Yeah. And they show him all these old inventors. Which in a he's a dungeon, a yes. basement full of old inventors who've clearly just been locked up for ten years. Yeah. And then they have what I like to think of as Grease Lightning, but with old men. It was it was Grease Lightning. Oh my god! Isn't that? Don't you know what I mean? <laughs> and even the dancing, because at the end when they're all on top of the car it and it like is breaks, I was like, "This is Grease Lightning." Wow. The song I Roses of Success. Roses of Success. When it started, I remember this song. I thought I'm not gonna like this, and then when it ended, I thought, "Oh, I did like this." Right? It's I a did, cute one. I did like. Okay, that. so we're up to three songs that you like. Three songs I like: the Lullaby, Old Bamboo, Old Bamboo, and Roses of Success. Roses of Success. It's cute. It's uh, grow the roses, grow the roses, grow the roses of success. <laughs> We always know it's a good song when Neo starts to beatbox to it. Listen, I'm telling you, I do not think rappers sample musical theater enough. Listen, honestly, say it again. I'm here for it. Jay-Z really changed the game when he did It's a Hard Knock Life. You're I think right. it freaking slaps, and it's crazy it slap. that people don't do that anymore. Agree? I still maintain that with Cinderella. Oh. That steps is her song. Would be so good. So good. I completely agree. I completely agree. Back to this. Mm -hmm. Oh, one of the old inventors in the dungeon basement. He said, "They're all talking about how long they've been there." And one of them says, "When I first came here, I was a midget." And he's a an average size man. 
and I just knew. No. And what's even worse is none. Nobody in the scene, scene itself, seemed to think that was funny either. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. So. What happens next? Then we cut to the kids and Truly and Potts. And they're out. They walk into the town square and everyone turns and stares at them. And then all the townspeople run away except for the toy maker. He's like, get over here. Get over here. Don't you know there's no children allowed in Bulgaria? Yeah. Our friend Benny Hill again. Hey. Hey, Benny. Apparently the Duchess hates children. Yeah. SMH. I'm sorry. The Baroness. The, The Baroness. Yes. Hates children. Yeah. Which I was just like, SMH children hating women that's so of course she's a villain that's her exactly one characteristic is that she hates kids like yeah so i was over that but it advances the plot and then we meet the child catcher i understand how this person could be creepy to a kid like i was like he just has a big nose and is mean yeah that's it he's i don't know dude he's pretty scary he creeps around with a big old net yes same children (laughs) that's true children Okay, when he comes back yep. for, with the, the candy part, yep. I was like, this is pretty yep. dark. It's pretty dark, hell yes. I mean, I guess it is a good mes- message to kids. Like, if somebody's prowling around talking about free candy, don't go with them. So, like, Yes. But I also, like, maybe children need to be reminded of, like, child predators in the middle of a film for them stranger danger yeah which yeah. the message i'm on board for right the vehicle in which the message is delivered an odd not. one yeah really how dumb are these kids where you you've already talked about how you've had to be hidden under the floorboards which i was like big world war Two vibes out here mm-hmm. that uh, but then they also got then they also they, they climb into the jack-in-the-boxes that was so then when yeah. the child child catcher smells them right that's right, because he can smell kids with his big nose. Yeah. Gross. Then they pop up and they're just like, we're toys. Yeah. So. But they've heard the conversation between their dad and the toy maker. They know that kids are not allowed in this land. Yes. And then they hear somebody like, free treacle tarts, free lollies, yep. free whatever. And they're like, oh, we'd love free lollies. And then, of course, Jemima's like, actually, truly said, we got to stay here. And then Jeremy's like, oh, we'll just get her some, too. And Jemima's like, oh, duh, let's go. No, Jemima, you're right. Stick with your gut. Stop being so freaking dumb. It's pretty terrifying when they get trapped in the cage, when the kids get trapped in that cage. That's true, because he lures them into what is essentially a van. Mm -hmm. And then once they're inside, all the, like, decoration, making it look like a candy truck, falls falls off. off. And it's just a cage. And then the cage drives away and truly sees them because truly went out to find some food and starts running after it. And then from down the street, Caractacus sees truly run after the kids and he runs after her. The child catcher with the kids gets away somehow and Caractacus and truly and the toy maker end up in the basement under the castle where all the stray children live. And that... I mean, I, this is a movie for kids. Yeah. All these like, their parents all live in houses and, like, have a life and they all live in a cave together. (laughs) They're all really dirty. I was just like, okay, maybe you don't want kids around, but, like, like they know, they all know where the kids are. No, I think they, like, those are stray kids. And then all the kids that they find, I think they kill the kids. Oh, I thought they just rounded up all the kids and they- And put them under the castle? Yeah. Those are the secret kids. Those are the stray kids. Oh, so they murdered all the- Oh, Jesus. Well, I guess it's not called Bulgaria for nothing, huh? Honestly. So then we have two songs before the real, like, 
climax of the film. That's right. One is a reprise of Lullaby Mountain. Uh, it's pretty sad. He sings to the, the these stray yeah, kids. Yeah, the stray kids. Which is sad, but also very sweet. Then we get... We got the reprise. Oh my little coochie face. Uh, my coochie woochie woochie poochie coochie face. Between the Baron and the Baroness. Okay. <laughs> I want to give Toot Sweets and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang a break. Because, because this song is fucking nuts. I So I watched half this movie last night and half of this before you got here. Mm-hmm. Um, because at a certain point last night I was like. You were like, I'm done. I can. Yeah. Can't there's do this. No way. So this morning is when I saw. Coochie face. Coochie face. And I was like, I, I don't know. I cannot. I was like, because when I was sleeping, I thought, are there, did I really dramatize to myself how ridiculous this movie is? And then that song came up and I said, like, no, nope, nope. no, 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 no. This movie is insane. Yeah. I hate that song. I hate both of them in it. It's so dumb. There's no reason. It's in the movie. I can't, I can't argue against that. Yeah. All I can say is personally, I love it, but only because I loved it when I was a kid and it yeah. brings back memories and I think it's pretty funny. Like he's trying to kill her and she's trying to kill him, but they're both singing this love song. Visually, <laughs> like it with everything in this movie, I think visually it's great. The choreography of it mm-hmm. is well done, but what I love about musicals so much is I love the lyrics and like clever little songs and cute little things and this was not was it not was, that. These are nonsense words. I feel that. But there is a at some point a reprise of Truly Scrumptious. Yes, that that, that comes that comes in a well, just a second. Okay. Cuz first we go to like the the Baron's birthday ball or oh, something. Oh, that's right. And that's it's when the big very purple. The big plan. Yes. Is the, the big plan goes into action. Oh, yes. Our friend Benny brings the a present. Uh, the present to oh, the, the Baron, Baron that he makes every year. Yeah. And it is two big boxes. Yeah. They open the first box, and it's truly dressed up like a little doll on a music box. Yeah. And they wind it up, and she sings this little music box song. And she does, like, do the movements Mm -hmm. of, like, a little robot doll, and it's impressive. It's good, I'm impressed with her performance having done that. I also love this song. There's one line. It's all about, basically, like, what do you see when you're looking at me? Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Like the little doll, what? Yeah, yeah blah, blah, blah. which I kind of loved, just in terms of, and maybe I was reading too much into this, but I loved it in terms of all of this gender stuff that we've been talking about, and how she's like, yeah, I might look like a doll, but that's probably just what you see looking at me. I'm mm-hmm. really this whole other person. I'm a real yeah. person, which I really like that message. I see that reading. I interpret it in the in terms of the film itself. I interpret it back as like, haha, we are literally telling you, you the plan yeah. as we're you know telling you the trick as yeah. we're tricking you. Yeah. But that reading, I think, you know, outside of it, yes. Like if the, if I was to do a remake of this film, I would lean into those kind of double meanings oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like kind of recontextualize this whole narrative. I I would love a, to see a remake of this film. Yeah, I think, I think it could if be you really could get somebody mm-hmm. really good i mean like there's it could be pretty sick. there are good bones yeah to this yes thing. agreed if you, you know? just fleshed it out in a slightly different Flesh way it out, trim the fat yeah because yeah. boy howdy this is a porker right so then and then and then this is where the truly scrumptious reprise comes back in and it's kind of a mashup right because the other box she keeps is mm-hmm. is our friend potts mm-hmm. and he's just playing a fool he's he's being a marionette puppet yeah and another that court, dance was good. court jester comparison to me, it was good. I did think it was like 
when Danny Kaye does his little court jester dance bit. This was, I think that was better. Mm-hmm. This was pretty Listen, cute. Dick Van Dyke is a song and dance man. He yeah. can do a song and dance. Yeah. Can't, can't argue with that. Can't argue with it. So yeah, the, the reprise slash mashup, that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, Me too. He also, like, loves her. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're supposed to be, like, doing this plan, and she keeps, like, plan. Let's do the plan, and yeah. like, oh, right, I'm just looking at you, because mm-hmm. I like you. Mm-hmm. And the Baron loves it. And then, under this distraction... Yes. Children uprising! The stray kid... Well, weirdly, the king gets up and starts doing the puppet dance. Yes. With... With the... With, um, with Pops. Yeah, which, which is... is like, he's such... The king is such a... Dumbo. Such an idiot. Yeah. yeah. But kids come out of everywhere. Mm-hmm. And just like... A lot of the dogs. Yes. They are shackling people. Yup. They are... Generally causing major ruckus. Yeah. The soldiers are called in. They do a little oil slick so all the soldiers fall down. I love the choreography when the kids catch the child catcher and put him in the net. Oh, yeah. When they like tra- trap him too. Because he's like ready to fight yeah. and then they all surround him. Yup. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, damn, damn, damn. I did think the child catcher was a bigger part was going to be a bigger part of the movie because yeah. that's the only thing people really talk, talk about, about. Mm-hmm. when they talk about the movie. But he's in it just for like, like 20 minutes. Yeah, not even. Uh, another funny part from this fight, final fight scene is when yeah. Caractacus is holding the sword and then he goes here to a suit of armor and the suit of armor grabs it. That, I wrote that, that was my pretty, biggest laugh. That was pretty funny, I right? I love that. Yeah. It was really funny. And you kind of get sucked up into the story of it all and you forget yeah. that it is just a story, that it's yeah. imaginary, it's, a, it's an imaginary tale. So obviously and, they get away. The kids yes. are free. Mm-hmm. They and fly home. They have fully staged a coup and then exit. Yes. <laughs> They're, They're like, like, bye. Enjoy your... Your chaotic... Democracy, hopefully. I mean, listen, I know it wasn't supposed to be a commentary on uh, how America likes to deal with foreign governments, but it is. So we're back to real life. We're back on the beach in the car with the kids and Truly. They go home and they drop Truly off and then the kids kids make a joke. Not a joke. The kids are dead serious. They're like, you're going to get married now, right? And Truly is like, Oh, are we? And the dad's like, he's like, dumb, no, <laughs> girls, gross. And she's like, oh, word. Yeah, Whatever. they get out, and then he's you. like, wait, truly. And then he says something stupid, and she's like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. So they go back home, and when they go home, Grandpa and Lord Scrumptious are playing like little soldiers, army, yeah, soldier games together. They're BFFs now. They're BFFs because apparently. Lord Scrumptious was the brigadier for Grandpa back in the war, mm-hmm. and so they go way back. Then everyone gets a happy ending, because Scrumptious right. is like, oh, hey, those candies you made? Shit for humans. Yeah. But dogs love them. Dogs We're love gonna make two tweets. The first dog candy, which yeah. I'm like, is that how that works? That's a terrible idea. Dogs should not have candy. No. Um, not good for them. It's not good for them. They're about to sign the contract for the, for yeah. the dog candy Because he's like, thing. oh, I'm going to be rich. Because he he said, the mean thing he says to her is he's like, mm-hmm. you're rich, you live in this big house, like, no way. How could we ever be together? Yeah. And what I did love for her character is she's like, if I'd said that to you, I'd be a big snob. So, like, it's super rude that you said that to That's me. That's reverse snobism. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that is who truly is, but... Honest, a little bit. It, yes, it definitely is. Yeah. But, um... Anywho. Anywho, so he's like, okay. He, he's like, now. hang on, gotta go. Yeah. He, BRB, he hops in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, yeah. he's racing down the road, and then, for the third and final time... Because that's comedy, folks. 
they almost run into each other and then truly goes into the pond yeah. and Caractacus just goes to the side of the road. He runs into the into the pond, he grabs her, picks her up, and they're yeah. like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I love you, I love you. Kiss. Yeah. She had a costume change. She's wearing a yeah. beautiful dress with flowers in her hair now. Very beautiful dress. So gorgeous. And she's like, <laughs> they kiss, and she's like, I guess we have to get married now. And I'm like, Ugh. In so much children's media, I especially have this issue with uh, Disney Channel shows, mm. because they often have this thing of like, okay... If you kiss this person, they are automatically your boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah. Which I don't actually think is a great message mm-hmm. to send to kids. Hey, make sure you get into monogamy really, really young is like yeah. such a creepy idea to me. And then they 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 uh they get in the car and this is the worst blue screen of the entire film because boy she's it. wearing a veil yeah. and the the veil just fucked up the blue screen like they it was just it's blue. a blue an outline of her head it's yeah so and then un, even underneath the veil it's like they couldn't key out that part because the veil is sheer yeah and so it's like a little dot of blue it's bad it's really bad it's, y'all i would like to think that even though it's only 1968 this is a big studio film i really would like to think they could have done better than and then I see your last note, and do you want to do you want to give that because that is the okay. true end of the film. So the way this film ends is they get into Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and they literally fly off like Danny and Sandy at the end of Greece. Yeah. And ending, I love the movie Greece. Yes, and I hate that, that ending. ending. It's so freaking stupid. And yeah. when I saw it in this, I was like, How else would you end this ridiculous movie other than the worst trope there is? Yep. Flying car exit. Yep. I, oh, I just exhausting. Mm-hmm. I I don't know what I how I expected this movie to end, but after having gone through so much and like while by the time it got to the end, I was more into it than I had been. Because mm-hmm. um, you know, when you're with your kidnappers, you suddenly just start to fall in love. <laughs> I was pissed. Yeah. I'm so pissed to finish it, and they just fly off in the car and like. We don't see the kids. We don't see them sign the contract. There's no wedding even. I'm like, are you kidding? It's like, a lot of nothing. It just stops. And then we get exit music. Yes, we do get exit music. Carrying us out. And that's the end of... That's the film. So I had a couple of thoughts going out of this that I think what you were saying about the monogamy propaganda. Yeah. I also had similar thoughts about like, is this car propaganda? Is this... Oh, how do you mean? Capitalism... Well, just because there was so much of the story was like, gotta get money so that we can get this car, so that we can have fun, so that we can live this life. Right. That's true, actually. And you know what? That's right in line with it being 1968, too, because that is the whole whole vibe. Yes. Um, My thing also is a little bit too far to draw a direct line, mm -hmm. but it is a little bit of that American dream propaganda machine. Oh, for sure. I mean... Poor, weird, basically useless white man Mm -hmm. uh, somehow ends up with a magic flying car, uh, a beautiful... Through hard work. Like, he builds the car. That's true. But then it can fly because he was a better inventor than he ever knew. Right. Like, you see the... the, Yeah. Or, for the listeners, I'm just trying to draw, like, a... It's like a subtle operation of this American dream idea. And he's quote-unquote rewarded. Mm Mm-hmm. With this rich, beautiful, younger woman as his wife, he, out of nowhere, is now going to be a really rich man because of this dumb invention, 
he's now has secured a fortune mm-hmm. and a mother to take care of his kids. Yes. So it is, this is a dark movie. And of course, even though they're supposed to be English, Dick Van Dyke does not, does not even, doesn't even attempt one. Yeah. And so, but so it also felt like America triumphing over the Germans, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. really trying to relive that World War II glory. Never mind that y'all came a day late and a dollar short, but. So that was my like dark takeaway. Yeah. But then I kind of alluded to this earlier. My positive takeaway mm-hmm. came from, I just had this thought kind of going back to the way that this is a about storytelling right. it is a story a story within a story kind of format i think i loved this when i was a kid because it's a story about imagination right i don't know i wrote this is what i wrote down that it's about dreams and goals and how even though imagination isn't going to ever equal accomplishment it's so important to hold on to imagination even if yeah. you have to swivel your priorities and maybe this was me just reading where I'm at personally with my life into this film. Right. But it's like, you can still hold on to some sense of childlike wonder and imagination, even if you have to turn your conscious thoughts to something more productive and more adult goals, like having food to feed your children right. and being able to buy them this car and figuring out money and... I mean, I think you're bang on. I mean, this, they do really prioritize imagination and fun and enjoying yourself in a way where I think even other children's films maybe necessarily don't, you know, I feel like a lot of other kids' films are like, you go on one adventure and you're like, wow, that was a cool adventure and you move on with your life. Whereas this is like, you can just make your own adventures all the time Mm -hmm. and that's cool. And like, just especially see an adult going along with them on this and like really encouraging them to do Mm -hmm. that and like, you know, being sort of a childlike person, but he's still a good provider. He's still a good father, you know? Yeah. I do see that element. And that, like, just because it's an imaginary adventure doesn't mean it's not worth the time. Right, because even though they're just sitting on the beach Mm -hmm. listening to their dad talk, they feel as if they have gone on this adventure um, and are super stoked uh, at the end, you know? They love that they did this, even though their adventure is low-key kind of (laughs) lame. Absolutely. So that was my takeaway. I do... Okay, before I get into the facts, I just sitting here is thinking so we mentioned what a remake of this film might look like do you have any like what would you like to see if this movie were to be remade it would be what i wish la la land had been okay take one of my biggest issues one of my biggest issues yeah. with la la land again that's one this is issues. not a la la land podcast so no. we're not gonna get into la la land right now no. but if but, la la land is listening fuck you yeah <laughs> But one of my issues with La La Land was that as a movie musical, it missed the mark in terms of taking movie musical tropes and using them against themselves to make the movie more interesting. Right. So I would really want to take Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and keep all of the love for movie musicals, but lean more into some of these things that I brought up, like having reasons for singing grounded in character acting choices. Right. Grounded in the story, grounded in the world building. Definitely cut it down. Yeah, we can cut a lot of it out. In fact, I think as much as I love the origin story of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, like the car itself. Oh, yeah, that's the first thing to go. 
or make it a montage. Yeah. We don't need to the full sequence. Yeah. It's a montage of this car went in yeah. and then it crashes. Yeah. You know, whatever. I would also not I wouldn't want to completely take out the gender dynamics and the way that they no, are brought up. No, because it does take place in that time. Yes. But you have to know... I would want to subvert them more actively. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think you would probably also have to factor in a consideration of race into this story because that's just not there at all. Yes. I think to go the Cinderella route would be mm, the way to do it. It would and be just like Just put people in the movie who will be good in the movie. Yes. You know, let's not worry about... Oh, it's Germany and mm-hmm. whatever time we gotta make it. No, that's boring. I want to see a fun movie with good people in it. Also, make the child catcher less of a caricature of a Jew. Okay, we didn't even get into we that. We did not get into it, and but I that really was wa- super I was uncomfortable. Like, yeah. What's so annoying is they're doing this sort of like Nazi sort of imagery with like they're in Germany, the kids are like being rounded up, and like you gotta hide them. But then it's the still a good child. Yeah, the the one is yeah yeah yeah. That's very complicated. I think in a remake of this, I want Rachel Bloom to be on board for for the for the music team because the way she does Crazy Ex Girlfriend, yeah. she's a musical a musical theater child, you mm-hmm. know. And she does exactly what you're talking about, where she yes. takes these musical theater conventions and she turns them on its head. There are at least two songs in every episode of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. And in one episode, she does a reprise of a song from a season previous. Mm-hmm. And the, the reprise both works in the context of the plot and also makes a bunch of jokes about how it is a reprise of that song yeah. from a season before. Yeah. And I always look to that as like such a great, like it's such a genius song just in its construction. Mm-hmm. And I think she could really do wonders for a Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. You want to give us some facts? Let's go into the facts, facts. Okay, so this movie is four years after Mary Poppins. That came out in 64, this came out in 68. And Dick Van Dyke only agreed to take this role if he didn't have to do a British accent because he... He got panned for the accent in Mary Poppins. Yeah, he was yeah. raked over the cold and he was like, not, a, not twice. Not doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which I thought was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And also that they wanted Julie Andrews for this. Uh, and It's such a Julie Andrews role. It's so clear that this was meant for, for a Julie. second I literally was like, is that Julie Andrews? No, yeah. no, no, no. So they got this other They, like, character. dressed her like Julie Andrews. and yeah. I mean, yeah, she is bargain basement Julie Andrews. Accurate. Um, Julie Andrews was like, I'm not doing this mess. And you know what? She was right. <laughs> Uh, what's funny is Lionel Jeffries, who plays Grandpa, mm-hmm. uh, is six months younger than Dick Van Dyke. I was gonna say, he did not look, that age difference was not convincing. <laughs> they are basically the same age, which yep. I thought was so funny. Toot Sweets, mm-hmm. that, that romp took three weeks to film. Whoa. 38 dancers, 40 singers, 85 musicians, and 100 dogs. Holy to moly. make two sweets. That's crazy. Yeah. And I mean, you can see that effort yes. in it, you know? Yeah. It's tight. It's really tight. It's well done. Yeah. I mean, back then there were no like laws, so mm-hmm. they were all just working all the time, <laughs> you know, literally 24 hours. Yep. Um, but looks great. Worked out. <laughs> uh, the doll on a music box dance mm-hmm. that she does, she did in one take. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. It's pretty incredible that she, yes. and she said it was, um, her name's like 
Sarah Ann Howes or something like that. Yeah, I don't remember. She she said the choreography was incredibly difficult, but she nailed it in one take. It looks so good. That's yeah. pretty cool. Here's a weird fact. Give it to us. Uh, Peter Jackson, mm-hmm. the director of The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings, yeah. owns Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. What? The car. Oh. He owns it. Oh. He bought it, and he would ride around New Zealand with his freaking Lord of the Rings peeps in it, blasting the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang theme song. Ah! <laughs> so... <laughs> that is so funny. Wait, that's like maybe my favorite fact you've ever shared it's for any film. It's crazy that director Peter Jackson knows this car. Oh my gosh, he's such an eccentric <laughs> little guy. Yeah. I mean, I guess if I also had a gajillion dollars and nothing really to spend it on, maybe I would buy a movie car too. Yep. I think I would buy a, the Batmobile. Maybe. Mm, that would be pretty good. That would be cool. That would fit your aesthetic for it sure. It would definitely fit my aesthetic. Yeah. I'd sleep in it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, this movie got really bad reviews mm. and flopped at the box office. Kind of makes sense. Um, yeah. I don't... I guess the people, like, our parents were children when this film came out. Yes. So I guess they saw it as kids and didn't see it again, and that's why they were like, the kids should watch this. Yeah. Um, because the people at the time were like, no. They were not no. into it. Uh, seven different chitties were made oh. in different stages. You know, they had the mm-hmm. beat-up one, yep. the new one, then one with the wings with, and the one floaties, with the and some just for, like, staging. Yeah. Um, and, okay, so Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is based on a book. Oh, I didn't know that. And you want to know who wrote the book? Who? Ian Fleming. The same Ian Fleming who wrote all the James Bond novels. What? Wrote the book Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. That's so weird. Hello? But it has a different, a different plot. His version. What's up in his version, do you know? His version, okay, I did read about it, but I'm low-key forgetting. That's okay. Um, the person who did the story story by for the movie Roald Dahl oh my god and he created the story within a story oh, idea. that makes so much sense yeah wow also I makes sense why it's the negative Jewish energy because Roald yeah. Dahl famously yep hated Jew the Jews. problems yes so um there's a couple questions answered wow that's and asked huge just bonkers um Here's a sad fact. Uh, right after filming this movie, Lord Scrumptious had a stroke, and oh he was in like a couple things after this, but he died very young. Oh, that's he died really at like sad. 68. Dang. Yeah. Yeah, that is a sad fact. Yeah. Um, okay, Dick Van Dyke, during this filming, was smoking 40 cigarettes a day, up to 40 cigarettes per day. Um, and so what? he was really exhausted with the choreography because this man could not breathe. No. 40 cigarettes up to 40 cigarettes per day. Wow. I don't have 40 of anything a day. No. You know, that's just really not uh, good for you. Ooh. Yes. And also, Honey. during, while filming, again, two tweets, mm-hmm. he heard like a little pop and he thought he just like dislocated something or pulled a muscle. He went to the doctor. Turns out he, at the age of 40, had full body arthritis. And the Ooh. doctor was like, you really will not be up around and dancing for long. Like, the doctor's like, you oh gotta cut gosh. it out. Your body is wrecked. This movie has a lot of drama. <laughs> this is maybe the best facts this collection an yet. amazing fact section. And there were so many more facts that I thought weren't even worthy, um, but there was a lot to learn about this We movie. are not worthy. Well, ridiculous. Get out of here.
Phil Collins uh-huh. claims that he was w- one of the children, one of the sp- the spare children that sacks the castle at the end. Yeah. But that he was cut out because he had like a boil on his face that they'd covered up with like a bandage, and I guess they didn't want a little bandage kid. I. That's so. What I I I what? I don't I, I mean. They... It just seems maybe too... Like, why would you make that up if it's not true? I know, but I'm just like, what could, are the odds Phil Collins yeah. was a child extra in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? That is really I a just, weird one, too. I didn't know what to do with that one, but... Oh, gosh. Sure. Okay. Uh, the child catcher, that actor, his teeth were fake. Like, his, his like, in-life teeth were oh, fake. Oh, yeah. And so he took out the top set of the false teeth... In order to give his face that sunken look and to sort of hiss when he talks. Whoa. So he just doesn't have cool. the top of his dentures in. That's interesting. Um, which is a cool choice. Yeah. I feel like it worked. He's creepy. Yeah. Here's my favorite fact. Yes. Is that give it to us. The the uh, establishing shots, the castle. Mm-hmm. It's the castle Nuschwanstein in That we Germany, went to? That we both went oh to. Oh my gosh. We've been Are you kidding? To Bulgaria. That's oh the castle. Gosh, in Germany. Yeah, and to make sure that's the one we went to, I literally went on Facebook and looked through our, our Germany photos. pictures. And I and there's a photo of the... Because obviously I looked at a, a still of the castle in the movie. And one of our pictures, you can see the, the like the crest and the like the oh wooden door at the front. So we were at... We were at the castle. That in is Chasing so Bang cute. How sick Aww. is that? I know, it was like... Oh my god! I love that. Um, That's so nice. For the uninitiated, our junior year of high school, we had a choral trip to Germany, which was some of the most fun I've ever had. Part of that trip was going to a castle. That's right. In the German countryside. In the German country. In in, uh, Munich. Well, it's on the border between Germany and Austria. I honestly do not remember. I don't remember where it is, but it is on the border between Germany and Austria, and we went. And they're, that's where they filmed. So, oh, I love that fact. Man. That's, that's freaking cute. sick. And also, it's um, the model for the the Disney castle, the logo, the Disney logo. That I remember from when we visited. Yes. Yes. Cool. So that's cute. Cool. And my final fact yes. is that the man who directed this movie, Ken Hughes, who I looked up what else he directed and literally nothing, nothing I've ever heard of, hmm. he directed the Dial M for Murder TV show. Oh. Who's ever heard of that? Okay. Uh, he hated the final cut of this film. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. He really, really hated oh no. this movie. <laughs> so, I mean... Maybe there's a director's cut out there somewhere. Oh my god. I can't even imagine what the director's cut of this It's probably movie. shorter. <laughs> it probably is shorter. Maybe this, it's longer. Oh my... How? Absolutely how could it be? But, we left um, the praying scene in. God. <laughs> oh god. But yeah... Those are the facts for this film. Them's the facts, folks. Facts, 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 facts. Everybody. Yeah. Nice. Should we do our little wrap-up now? Let's do our wrap-up. Nice. Ada. Yes. This film. You saw it as a youth. You've now seen it as a as a grown. And do you think you're going to watch this movie again? Yeah, I could see myself watching it again. Really? Uh huh. Like with my siblings or my family or something. Maybe with a friend if I was like, "Come watch this wild movie with me." I might. I'm. I'm not gonna say that I have plans to watch it again. <laughs> you penciled it into your diary. But I could definitely see a context come up in which I would watch it again. Would you recommend this movie to a fellow grown 
Probably not. I would hope not. <laughs> probably not. Only if someone had seen a ton of movie musicals and was really in- geeking out about that and right. hadn't seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, I would say probably you should watch it. AKA me. <laughs> Maybe. I would probably recommend it with a lot of caveats. Yeah. So unclear if they would even take my recommendation. True. Are I you- would also probably not recommend it to a child. Okay, that's really the important thing. Um, just because I think there's many more movie musicals that are less... This. Yeah. Yeah. Like The Court Jester, mm-hmm. for instance, mm-hmm. uh, which a child would really enjoy, yeah. as well as an adult. Yeah. Are you going to think about this movie? Probably. I feel like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang comes up a lot. Just like in life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's out there in the, uh, in the zeitgeist. It's in the zeitgeist, you know. exactly. But I can't say that I'll think about it Another yes. fact I actually did not write down is that the song uh, Toot Sweets is the basis off of which there's a Family Guy song about oh. weed based on Toot Sweets. I love that. So, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, it's out there. People are referencing it still. Um, I think that I won't think about this movie in that it won't. it hasn't made me see the world any differently. Mm-hmm. And if I did think about it in a way that was like, how did this movie change the way I think? Right. It would probably be to say that it's a model of what not to do. Yes. When making a movie musical. <laughs> Definitely true. In a lot of ways. What about you? I feel like I will never watch this movie ever again. Great. Awesome. Yeah. I just don't need... To- I've seen it. Yeah. Thank you. Don't you don't need that again. Even though I'm not a book re-reader, I am... A movie rewatcher? Yes. But of specific movies. Mm-hmm. Am I going to recommend this? No. Yeah. No. Especially not to a child. I have mm. a niece. I don't think yeah, she needs to see one. this movie. Yeah. I think it would freak her out a little. Um, the child catcher. Also, she's very smart, but her attention span is not there yet. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I will think about this movie again, but only in that, again, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is going to be stuck in my head for... A few days for sure. Sorry about that, buddy. I know I'm gonna be on the train, just like I know we're just like. Like I feel like I'm gonna have to listen to just that song again, to maybe to a couple flush times. it out. Yeah, yeah. especially because I only know let it run its course. The lyrics to that one line, mm-hmm. and the rest of it, I'm just like. But other than that, I want this movie out of my life as fast as possible. Well. On that note. <laughs> On that note. Should we end this puppy? Yeah, let's pull it out of its misery. <laughs> this has been an interesting episode. <laughs> I'm glad we did it, but I'm also glad it's come to an end. Thanks for listening. Hey, hit us up on our website, welcome to myworldpod.com. You can email us at welcome to myworldpod at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at W2MW. I have a hard time with that. Uh, pod. You can get us on Twitter that way. We're on Facebook. You can just search Welcome to My World. We'll pop up. Like us and review us on iTunes. Uh, subscribe! Subscri- please subscribe. It's so nice when people subscribe. I'm not subscribed because I don't want to get my podcast feed. Oh my god, Mia! <laughs> well, I listen, I, I listen to it on, you know, whatever, before it comes out. So we gotta I, bump the numbers. I, yeah, <laughs> that's true. What are, are you subscribed? Yes! Oh. <laughs> I think I am. I don't know. Alright. Well. Anywho. Yeah, all awesome. that. Thanks for listening. Uh, See you next week. Holla! Bye!